the real determining factor of how much faith we really have is not how you praise him on top of the mountain. It's when all hell has broken loose. It's when you don't understand why you're going through what you're going through. But you still make up your mind that no matter what comes, no matter what falls, I trust you, Lord, and I'm gonna praise you in the midst of. for his abundant grace. We are still in our series, Finding Yourself in Christ. This is sermon number six. We are still coming out of 2 Corinthians 5, 17, but, but I got a new um, subject matter. <laughs> you understand it as I get into it, amen. Let's read our scripture for today. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether in our spirit. The old previous moral spiritual condition which was dead has now passed away, and behold, fresh and new has come in our spirit man. Hallelujah. The thought I want to bring to us today is checkmate. For anybody that plays chess, you know what I'm talking about. And the idea is there's one more move. Father, even now, you speak, you minister for your glory, for your namesake. Speak life, cut through our dull hearing, break through our stubborn hearts, and allow us to hear and see you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Many of us, and I have myself, asked the question, why does bad things happen to good people? When you look at all the things that is happening in our world, that is, is going on in our world. It, it, it seems like that God allows bad things to happen to good people. Have you ever thought that? Have you ever answered that? I, I, I was watching this, 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 this show and, and they was asking this minister question and, 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 and the the, the, this man said his father had always asked everyone that came on the show that question. I think that we're starting with the wrong premise. <laughs> I don't think that that's the question 
that we really should be asking. Based on what I've been dealing with, or what happened with Adam and Eve, and how they gave this world to Satan. How, how it is no longer God's original intended ideal. That Satan is the small g God of this world. Everything in the course of this world, Satan is influencing his power because Adam, who was given authority, gave it away. <laughs> oh, shut my mouth. <laughs> so now the world was no longer the way it was intended. Matter all the cosmos, the whole universe, the earth, everything changed when they fell. Romans chapter 8 says that the whole cosmos is travailing. You know, somebody said, you know, uh, what's going on with the weather and all of that? Well, well, most of it is the world is travailing because it was made subject to bondage, as Romans chapter 8 says. Somehow we read the Bible and we don't see what the Bible's saying. We read the Bible for pre-composed ideal of what we want instead of reading the Bible for what it says. He's told us that as time get closer to, to the end, it's gonna get worse and worse and worse until he comes and take the church up out of here. Then we act like we don't know what's going on. <laughs> My, my brothers and sisters, they, in fact, let's go back to that precept. Good people, the Bible says there's none that's good. No, not. Well, the question is, why does good things happen when the devil, who is the king of this world, his mission statement for each and every human being is to kill, steal, and destroy. Hold on now. Which means that anything good, anything that is a joy, anything that happens, it's God's protection over us. Matter of fact, the truth of the matter is God has limited Satan's hand from working in your life. That, that there's a protection source. And anything that happens has to go through his hands. And when you have the wrong preset, we don't give God the praise that he ought to get. The fact that you woke up this morning, give God praise. The fact that things are as well as they are, give God praise. The fact that God has kept us when the devil was trying to kill you. Because we don't understand the biblical scenario, we ask the wrong questions. 
and we get the wrong answers. Then we look at God cross-eyed. <laughs> because we think everything ought to be good and misunderstand that Satan is trying to destroy, steal, kill, and destroy all of us. It was this painting, shoulder painting, in the museum in London. It was a museum, it's a famous painting, and it was, it was also hanging with like the Mon Mona Lisa. I, I don't know who the painter is, but, but the story goes, and it's probably a true story, that this chess master was walking through this museum, and he saw this painting, and the name of the painting is called Chess Mate. In case you can't see what's happening, it's a young man that is playing chess with Satan for his soul. The devil is looking at the young man like, I got you. And the young man is perplexed. He's terrified because he thinks that the devil has him. The, this chess master saw the painting. He told his sister, go get a chessboard. He set up the pieces just like they are in the, on the board. And after hours of studying it, he began to talk to the young man, saying, young man, don't fear, because you have one more move. In fact, it's not Satan that has you checkmate. If you make the right move, you have Satan checkmate. I came to tell you today that no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter how bad it looks, no matter what life has done to you, you have one more move. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Christ, you have checkmate Satan. And though he's lying to you, when you know who you are in Jesus, it makes all the difference in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My, my brother and sister, that's why knowing who you are in Christ, knowing the benefits of being in Christ, knowing what God says about you is so important. Because the devil's lying to us. Listen, 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 listen. Let me run through this real quick. I know Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I know, I know Romans 3.8 and 9 says, says that, that, that everyone has gone their own way. There's no one that has done right. Everyone has, has, has gone away from God. But hold on, Romans 6, 23 says, the wages of sin is death, but there's a but there. There's a but there. Say, 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 I'm glad I got the but in my life because but God has given us a gift 
life through Christ Jesus. If you have been engrafted in Christ, the wages of sin no longer pertains to you because Jesus took away the wages. He paid the price. One of the things that we don't understand, we understand that when we walk in Christ Jesus, it opens up a whole new kingdom. It gives us power. I'm not saying that Satan won't throw stuff at you. But you don't have to receive everything he throws at you. One of the things that Satan did in the garden and he tried it on Jesus was he tried to make them operate in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. Can, can I go through it? The, the lust of the flesh is you're trying to find your fulfillment with sensuality, with pleasure, with your five senses. That's someone that is addicted to anything. And did you know you can be addicted to anything? And what you're trying to do is trying to find for inward fulfillment of your soul with the things of this outward world. The lust of the eyes is materialism. That's people who think all I have to do is make so much money by the next so-and-so. Did you know that, 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 that stuff can't satisfy your soul? You know, you know, and somebody said, well, that's rich people. No, that's a whole lot of poor people. You know, there's people that have got won the lottery, won millions of dollars, but in the next year, they was broke because they had lust of the flush buying everything, and they spent all their money because they still trying to fulfill. And then I think it's more deadly is, is the pride of life. Your pride will mess you up. That's when you're trying to make your position, you're trying to find your significance, you're trying to find who you are by position, by putting other people down. You know, you know how, how can I say this? Lord, help me to say this. You know, when you find somebody that is hateful, what they're trying to do is, is try to put you down or push themselves up. That's pride. My, my brother and sister, Satan is working on the inside and it shows up on the outside. You know what I discovered? That the more we realize who we are in Christ, the freer you are. Uh, somebody need a shout on that. You ain't worried about what nobody think. You ain't worried about trying to impress nobody else. You begin to walk in who God says you are. Matter of fact, you know, you, you realize that the folks talking about you got more issues than you do. Can, can, I, can I be honest with you? The folks you jealous of got issues too. Hold on, hold on, can, 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 I, can, can I step in this a little bit more? The folks that talk about you got more issues.
issue than you do. That's why they're talking about you. Show, show me the chessboard. There, 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 there are, Satan is playing on a three-level chessboard while we're playing chess. He's playing dimensional while we're playing chess. There, 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 there are chessboards, there are three, that's, that is a 3D chessboard there. It has levels, it has dimensions to it. And Satan is playing on this level and we're playing checkers. We're going by our own opinions, our own thoughts. We don't know that the devil got us deceived because the only way you can fight the devil is knowing the word of God. You know, when you see someone that, that got an attitude and, and they just messy and they just, it's, it's on the inside. They don't know who they are in Christ. The, the more you know who you are in Christ, you don't play silly games. You don't need to manipulate people. You don't need people to, to verify who you are. When you know who you are, you're not intimidated by nobody. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't need you to verify what God has already said about me. It's good if you do, but if you don't, it don't move me. You can't allow what the world throws at you to be able to deter you stop you. You know what? I don't like roller coasters. So I refuse to get on anybody else's roller coaster. And when I find myself unsettled in my spirit, in my soul, I get on my knees and I get resettled in who I am in him. I got a question. Where are you trying to find your fulfillment? Where are you trying to find your significance? Where are you trying to find your value? Where are you trying to find that you're of worth? If it's from this world system, the devil is stealing, killing, and destroying you. Matthew chapter 4, he even tried it with Jesus. It's after Jesus has fasted 40 days and, and now he's hungry. The devil comes to him and says, I know you're hungry. Since you're hungry, why don't you turn all these rocks? You know, Israel, where, where here you got trees, Israel, there's a lot of rocks all over the place. 
So why don't you turn it into, the, in, into loaves of bread? Somebody said, what's wrong with that? He was hungry. God did not lead him to turn the rocks into bread. He would have been acting on his own resource instead of God being his source. Who's your source? Let me go here. Every time you and I do not follow the word of God, we turn our backs on God. Is that I don't trust you to be who you say you are. I don't trust you to do what you said you're going to do. So I'm going to go about doing it my own way. And Satan said, checkmate. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Satan says, checkmate. Got you. Because now I'm going to steal, kill, and destroy you. The next thing he does, he's take him up on top of the high mountain. And under that mountain, the temple where the Jewish people worship. And he says to, to Jesus, he said, he said, he said why, why don't you jump? Because scripture in Deuteronomy says that, that unless you, you dash your feet and fall, the angels will be dispatched and catch you. And you will float down like a feather and they will see it. And family, they will believe you're the Messiah because I know that you want them to see you as your Messiah because you love them. The problem with that is that, that, that's, a, that's, that's not going to the cross. That's not what God had told him to do. And if he would have done it, he would have been outside of the will. He said, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's, 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 that, that, and, and this is both the, the lust of the eye and the pride of life together. That's why Luke switches that show the last temptation in Matthew is the second one in Luke because they're interchangeable. Sometimes it's all three. But it's to make you feel significant within yourself, have pride within yourself that you're somebody in. Whenever you leave God out of the picture is of the devil. Let me say that again. Whenever we go about trying to fulfill ourselves with God, without God exalting us, God leading us, God instructing us, it's us. And this is what we're doing to him. Hold on. For Christian folks who know him, He tells Samuel, who is the first, he tells, he said, go, 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 go to Saul and ask him, tell him, I'm sorry I made him king. And he tells, he tells King Saul, he said, when you were small in your own eyes, 
when you knew you needed me. When you knew that, that your source was me. But now that you think you got it figured out, now that you think you know some things, I hear this all the time to us. Well, well, God wants me to be independent until I need him. <sighs> you need him for everything, in everything, in every way, about everything. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny. The more I grow in him, the more I realize that I don't know. The more he shows myself, the more himself, the more I realize I don't bring nothing to the table. My brother and sister, I'm not preaching this because, because I know so much. I'm preaching this because God has downloaded into my spirit because I get before him saying, show me, teach me. I don't know, Lord. You have to show me. And in my private time with God, he connects the dots. The more I realize I can't, the more his grace becomes abundant. The weaker we are, the greater his, his, his power gonna show up. You know, I hate to say this because this is gonna hurt your feelings. He don't need you. He don't need me. We need him in everything, through everything, for everything. Bring up, bring up that picture of Satan playing chess. Do you really think you can outslick Satan? Let me tell you a secret. And when you think you're manipulating people, you were acting like Satan. Whenever we're not operating in love, we have taken on his character. There's only two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. One of the things that you gotta be careful of, don't let somebody else who's, who's a puppet of Satan make you walk in unforgiveness. And I know this is hard. I know this is hard. But, but, but we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principality, wickedness in high places, and what, and what Satan would do would use other people to move you out of position. Again, he's playing chess. We're playing checkers. Did, 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 did you got that picture of that three level? 
because he's playing on three levels. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. There's another one that got multiple levels. There's literally three levels. If they can't find it, take my word for it. <laughs> my, my brother and sister, the, 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 the world is governed by Satan. And we have the nerve to rationalize our sin and make the word fit what we want to get an excuse for. And Satan is <laughs> Why, he's not fighting God, he's fighting you. And there's levels of this thing, and your only safe place is to run to Jesus. Your only safe place is to realize that he's our all in all. Here's he, 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 Satan says about us. It's the same thing he says about Job. He said, he said, he said, Job, does he not serve you for nothing? All you have to do is, 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 is mess with his stuff because he only served you for his stuff. Is that true about us? Uh, then when that didn't work, he said, he said, that's okay. He said, because if you let me touch his body, I make him curse you to your face because they don't love you. They only do what you want them to do because you you buy them stuff. And you keep them from trouble. But if I touch their bodies, if I take away their stuff, you know, you know what, you know, you know, you know how you know where you are? That when God allowed Satan to touch the very thing we got pride in, how do we act? Paul in, in Philippians chapter 2, he, he is dealing with, let me make sure it's two or three, it's one or the other. He, he is dealing with, it's, it's three, he is dealing with saying, the, all the stuff I had pride in. I was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. I, I, I was full blood. I was a Pharisee. I was more zealous than anybody. I was on my road to fame and fortune. I was a bad, shut your mouth. He said, he, he goes on to say, he said, I even persecuted the church. I'm more zealous than anybody. And all that was deception. He said, but when I met Jesus, when I saw my Lord and Savior, he said, all that stuff I was chasing, I realized it wasn't nothing. I realized it was, it was done. It was, it was, it was, it was nasty stuff. He said, but when I met Jesus, I found everything I needed. Hallelujah. But my brother and sister, the, the, the fulfillment, listen, I'm talking about your soul. Well, you don't walk in fear no more. 
when you recognize I am a value, I am a worth, and I don't need nobody else to, to, to verify. And if you don't like me, if you walk away from me, if I lose my job, I still know who I am. See, see you gotta be able to say, I know who he says I am, and I am who he says I am, regardless what the world says about me. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying it's not hard, but I'm saying you gotta work yourself. I'm saying that when you find yourself out of bounds, you have taken your eyes off your reference point. Oh, somebody don't hear me. There was an ice skater that could spin. And she get the revelation of revelation. And they asked her, how do you keep your equilibrium? How do you stay on point? How do you not lose your balance in the spin? She says, I don't look at everything. I find one thing, just one thing that I look at. And in the resolution, if I see where I'm at in alignment to that one thing, I know I'm okay. I'm telling you today, your one thing, your one thing is Jesus. And then life begins to spin. Keep your eyes on Jesus and he'll make everything okay. Hallelujah. Glory. He, he's the real thing. Second Corinthians chapter three says, beholding him, not beholding everything else, but as you behold him in prayer, as you behold him in the word, as you look to him, he said, he becomes clear and clear and clear. Hold on now, hold on, this is what it says. And as he becomes clear, who I am in him becomes clear to me. So the chatter dies out. What people think dies out. What we don't have die out. Because as I see him clear, I see myself in him. I want to know today, is there anybody in Jesus? Is there anybody? No, hold on, hold on. It just hit me. The clearer I see him, the clearer I see myself. So when Satan comes a messing, because he is going to come a messing, I tell Satan, checkmate. Checkmate. I know you're defeated. I know you have nothing on me because I know who I am in Christ Jesus. And what he says I am, I am, I am. What he says I am, I am. Is there anybody in the house that knows my
my Jesus. Is there anybody in the house that says who he says I am? I am. Then it doesn't matter who doesn't agree. It doesn't matter what people say. Because I identify with the one who created me and for the purpose that he created me. Checkmate. Checkmate. Game over. He don't have another move. Your move, your very next move, no matter what you're going through, is knowing, seeing, and understanding better who you are in Christ. Game changer. Life changer. Transformational. You will never be the same again. Folks can't pull your string no more. The devil can't pull your string. And if you lose equilibrium, you know how to get back in position in Christ Jesus. Oh, there's peace in him. There's freedom in him. There's satisfaction in him. There's covering in him. There's healing in him. There's wholeness in him. It's him. It's finding yourself not in this, not in this world that has been turned 180 degrees upside down but it's finding yourself in him. There's a number here that if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and you need someone to talk with you, you can call that 451-31 number. I don't know who I'm talking to, in-house, live, but if you haven't accepted Jesus, you're, the Bible says you're groping in darkness. There's no light for you to see because the world is in darkness. And the only light there is for your life that will be in your life is Christ Jesus. It's coming to the place and saying, Lord, I don't want to live this way no more. Lord, I need something more than what I have because I don't have that peace. I don't have that soul satisfaction. I don't have what you say you give. And he will give it if you trust him. You must believe that he died for your sins, that he paid the price for your sins, and he will put you in himself that you may discover who you are in him. He made you. He loved you. He created you. So why would he allow you to be satisfied outside of himself? He made you for himself to show you himself. And the closer you get, the more you see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
you can call that number. Let's pray. Father, even now, we need you. Lord, it's you. And we have melted you down to religion when you made us for relationship. You made us to walk with you and talk with you and sup with you and discover you and discover ourselves in you. Lord, you even became one of us to be the second Adam to say checkmate to Satan. And when we are in you, Lord Jesus, it's checkmate. <laughs> we win. We thank you for that. The Lord, touch. Touch in the house. Touch people that are watching. Lord, touch. Let your spirit fall fresh on them that they will see you like they have never seen you before. Lord, break through the hardness of our stubborn hearts and help us to know that you love us, that you care, that you are orchestrating, protecting us and keeping us and living in Satan and what he can do because you love us just that much. Father, we thank you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you now. Help us to set our eyes on you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. In the house, the ministers will be out there. If you need them to talk with you, pray with you, lead you on how to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, they are available to you. Amen. See you next week.